The following is a hoop ball presentation. Hello and welcome to the Hoop Ball DFS Today podcast. Today is January 15th. It's a Wednesday. Uh, but I'm flying solo today. Uh, I am your host, Mike Apatra. Uh, I'll be here to break down this nice, wonderful 10-game slate we have to go through. Uh, normally, I would be joined by Coach, but uh, you know, Coach is a little under the weather, so I'm gonna be I'm gonna be taking this one by the reins. Uh, you know, bef- before we jump into anything, just you know, we'd like to do a quick little brief overview of what's going on on tonight's action. Tonight being this Tuesday card. I know Coach ran through and did a nice slate for you guys already. Uh, and, you know, we're seeing a, a lot of these these options that were touched on heavily. You know, your Devin Bookers, uh, your, Mile, your uh, I'm sorry, Mikhail Bridges, uh, a lot of the value, the Okobo bust. Um, I hope a lot of people saw that coming. I had a fair amount of shares of him being a little transparent, but any lineup that did not him have him had a lot of Bridges and a lot of Booker for me. So, uh, you know, I, I tried to jam in a few of those studs being Harden and Doncic both into the same lineup. I was able to do so using some Damian Jones. Uh, he got there just for a cash game. So I'm doing okay right now. As of right now, uh, it's it's about 10.15 Eastern Standard Time. So that late game hammer, two games are going to start in about 15 minutes. So we'll find out by the end of the night. But um, I have Doncic left in a lot of lineups. I have Hardaway left in a lot of lineups. Uh, you know, D'Angelo Russell and a few. So I'm I'm looking forward to this. So we'll we'll touch back into that and uh but we got ten games, so we're gonna jump right into this. But before we do, just jump to our sponsor real quick. Uh our our good buddies over at MyBookie. So if you guys haven't already heard or if you haven't already tried them, please head over to mybookie.ag uh, and you could go over there and just make any of your these sports predictions a reality. I can't tell you how many times I'm sitting in a bar with the buddies around, just hanging around, having a beer, watching a game, whatever it is. And you look at one of them and you say, I, I, you know, I, I guarantee they don't score this many points for the second half. Whatever it may be, the over-unders, spreads, parlays, you could do a little bit of everything there. Uh, maybe football is not your thing. You could do it for the NBA. You could do it for Premier League. Uh, all different types of games, card games, tons of things there. And if you use the promo code... DFS today, they will match up to 50% of your deposit. So you put in a nice smooth $2,000, they'll give you up to $1,000 of free money to play with. Uh, you know, even if you do a little amount, just take advantage of the free cash, use the promo code, help us, help them, and help yourselves because you guys will love it. Their, uh, you know, immediate payouts, helpful uh, the promotions, the helpful customer service line. There's just so much goodness to them. Uh, so please go check them out. And uh, just another quick shout out to uh, one of the OG sponsors, Huan Isles Kona Coffee. It's in my cup every single morning. I swear, guys, it's the fuel that drives me. Uh, I, I give them a lot of my credit and success in my DFS. So please go check them out, guys, at HawaiianIsles.com. Or you can just jump on Amazon, find them on there by searching Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee. Or you can catch them on Twitter, H-I Kona Coffee. That's Kona with a K. Uh, and you can find them. So... Uh, that's that's it. So we're just going to jump right into this, guys. Uh, I'm going to try to keep this fairly short for you. It's a big card. Uh, we have Detroit traveling to Boston to take on the Celtics. It's a little bit of a rematch from uh, you know about a week and a half, two weeks ago. These two teams faced off, uh, and they they kind of held Drummond in check, you know. And that's you know that's when we're looking at the Pistons. It's the first thing that we have to talk about is Andre Drummond. The minutes have been down with him for the past couple of games due to various things. Last game he just got dumped on by Jalil Okafor. 
Uh, do, do those things happen often? No. Could we have predicted that? No. I played a ton of drumming in that slate. Uh, so that kind of burned me a little bit. And we also have to factor in that Christian Wood's dealing with a little bit of a sore knee himself. So um, I don't think these minutes have been limited because they want to. I think, you know, it'd be ejection and, uh, you know, just getting dumped on to an absolute desecration by Jalil Okafor kind of limited those ones. This is a great matchup for him. We talked about Boston's front court all the time. Um, so I have no problem paying that $9,400 price tag. I think it, it's it's an opportunity for having one of those big games. Uh, but, you know, again, don't go overboard on it. Just keep an eye on that Christian Woods status because that would make me feel a lot better. And uh, if Christian Woods out, uh, the other guy I wanted to talk about was maybe a little bit of Markeith Morris. He's, his minutes are trending up. He played 14 and then 18 minutes. So uh, I think it's safe to assume if with Wood out, he'd probably be looking more at like 20 to 24. Solid matchup against Boston. So I, I don't mind looking at those two guys. And uh, That's probably where I'd limit it. I'm not really going to go to any of the uh, you know the guards, Derek Rose and Bruce Brown. Um, try not to target too many guys or guards going against Boston. Uh, their perimeter defense has been rock solid all season long. And um, let's go right over to the Celtics over here. And, you know, it's the same kind of usual thing when we're looking at the Celtics. Uh, and it's just trying to say for which one of these two out of the four guys we want to keep in our player pool. At the end of the day, we can't, you know, get little shares of every single one of these guys. Uh, Jason Tatum is popping up on the injury report, though. He's, he's supposed to be probable. He's been dealing with a little bit of right knee soreness. They're expecting him to play. Uh, but you know, that being said, that kind of pulls him out and this is just, isn't the right matchup. I feel like I want to go to a lot of these Boston guys, you know, they should probably be able to hold over Detroit pretty easily. I don't think that they're going to need to run, uh, any of their starters, heavy minutes or anything late into the game. Uh, so I'm really not too interested in anything. I mean, if anything, if I'm forcing anything, it's going to be a little bit of canner if, if Tice is out again. And that's solely because they're going to need his size. And he's been playing well, uh, playing simple. I mean, you know, knowing that he's starting, gets a little bit of a ceiling boost in that mid-20s minutes. Uh, and at 5,700 on DraftKings, I think, you know, 30 points. It's probably right around where I, I feel comfortable with, you know, predicting he's going to land. Uh, that's that's all I got in there, though, so I'm just going to keep going, motoring through. Uh, we're going to go over to Brooklyn, going to Philly. It's another 7 o'clock game, uh, and, you know, it's a, it's a back-to-back for Brooklyn. Um, the game right now, they're going against the Utah Jazz, and, uh, you know, they're losing, but Kyrie, Kyrie's looking good. Uh, he's, he's looking really good, actually. So, uh, you know, he already mentioned that he's probably going to be playing on these back-to-backs, and so I'm not going to look to limit him, really, so... Uh, that's something that, you know, we need to factor in. His minutes are slowly going to be getting back up there, but I'm not going to be going to him in this matchup on a back-to-back and everything like that. It's it's just not necessary for me. I, I think at the end of the day, they're not going to go to push him in the back-to-back. Maybe he'll play. Maybe he'll play 22 minutes. Uh, but that's probably, like, the best-case scenario I have in my mind. And at the end of the day, with him back, I'm not really going to be going towards Dinwiddie when he's 6,600. Uh, I'm not really going to be going towards Karis Levert while he's being limited off the bench. And I think it's just a little bit of everything's kind of impacting all these other guys around him. You know, Chandler and Garrett Temple being out kind of, you know, gives up a little bit of those ancillary shots to you guys like Joe Harris and Torian Prince. But um, it's a tough matchup, and I'm, I'm not really looking to go through anything. We have 10 games on, on this slate where I don't think we need to force anything from this game, uh, or at least from this side of the ball. Um, so I'm, I'm going to take a hard pass, I think, on a lot of these guys on Brooklyn as well. Philly's a little bit of a different story. With the Joel and beat out, we have to keep looking at these guys, and they're not really pricing up Tobias Harris and Al Horford, and those are my two main targets I'm going to be getting a lot of shares of. Both these guys get an advantage. We know the Nets are just absolutely putrid when it comes to uh, opposing bigs and allowing rebounds, so I wouldn't be shocked to see big games out of both these guys, if not just one of them um, I feel comfortable with. I, I'll probably have a couple shares where I have both of them, 
Um, but I would look to at least get one of those guys in each one of your lineups, knowing that their price tags are still a little bit down. Uh, they're in solid spots too. So, uh, I mean, we could look at Mike Scott as a value play, 3,400, but I mean, you, you've got to be desperate. It's really got to make your lineup work. You know, his ceiling's not all that high. The matchup does kind of elevate that ceiling slightly. Um, but not enough to make me really want to go out of my way and play him. And I'm, I'm probably not going to be going to any guys like Josh Richardson at 6,400 on DK um, or your Thibault's either. I think we'll have a little bit of better value we can look forward to uh, later in the card. Next game, moving out of the 7 o'clock games, going into the 7.30, uh, we have the San Antonio Spurs traveling to South Beach to take on the Heat. Uh, you know, this game, it's it's got a, a little bit of a, a decent pace, predicted to be about a 222 uh, game total, uh, Heat being favored by 5.5. So um, I think there's going to be some some guys that fly under the radar that we'll probably be able to target in here. And, um, you know, a, a couple of those guys being on, on more or less the Miami side. But I want to look at, talk about the point guards over here for San Antonio because Derek White, uh, he just continues to ball out and play well, and DK just never prices him up. I mean, more often than not, he's hitting that 20-point, that 5X mark. He's usually priced around that 38 to 4K mark uh, with upside for more. We saw that upside against Toronto. He played 27 minutes, came out there, put up almost 30 DK points. Uh, so he's a guy that I have no problem kind of going to as a value play at 3,800. Um, and then usually if I'm interested in him, I'm not playing too much Murray, although his price tag is down. Uh, but Miami's also been very good at defending. Their starters, have, at least, have been good at defending opposing point guards. Uh, Aldridge, I'd probably play over DeRozan. Not going to really target uh, DeRozan going against Jimmy Butler defense. Uh, but at the end of the day, 7100 it's a fair price for Aldridge. Uh, am I going to end up there? Probably not. I think we'll have a few other options that we'll like a little bit more when we're breaking everything down and getting our lineups to work. So um, maybe more or less on one of those slates where you're playing a turbo and you have a little less games to choose from. Going over to Miami, uh, Jimmy Butler, top of the card, 8,600, highest price tag of anybody on the Heat. Um, Jimmy Butler's always in play for me, but I like him more when he's in that low eight range. I don't want to pay 8,600 for him if he was in a matchup against like the Wizards or the Hawks or something a little juicier. Um, I'd have absolutely no problem paying for it, but I don't really want to go out of my way and pay uh, 8,600 against the Spurs. I get that they're not the same Spurs that we're used to, but it's still not one of those ideal matchups, and we're talking about paying up a little bit on them. Um, and it, it, the, the same kind of said uh, for Bam as well. 83, that's a little bit more stomachable, uh, if that's a word, stomachable. Um, but I, I'll tolerate that. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, I think we'll end up um, getting the better guys and we'll get to see better price tags, guys in better spots and everything like that. But if you if you land on them, if you're feeling them, if you've had them already kind of in your mind and circled, I'm not going to talk you off of them. We've seen Bam get it done in multiple ways, whether it's, you know, the, the potential triple doubles that he's almost putting up. Um, or just, just straight offense. So I'm not going to knock you for that. And, you know, everybody's kind of getting a little healthy here. Justin Win- Justice Winslow was back. Now he's back out. Um, so that kind of just opens up a little bit of that Tyler, Tyler Hero and Derek Jones Jr., but they're both a little bit priced up now. A 4800 for Hero and 4400 for Derek Jones. Um, not too much value for me. So I'll probably, I'll probably leave those guys there. And uh, at the end of the day, I'm not really looking to get much out of anything other than some – some Derek White from the sounds of things in this game. Uh, only one of my real targets. So, you know, as you can tell, we're three games into this slate already. There hasn't been a lot I, yeah, I've mentioned that I'm very interested in. Uh, you know, a couple of those guys over there in Philly, a little Derek White, uh, one or two guys over there in the Detroit-Boston game. But um, I think I think you're getting the gist of it. I think that, that could be uh, 
you know, a strategy that you want to take into account. You know, play a lot of these guys maybe in later in the 8 o'clock games. If you're playing on a site like DraftKings where you could do some lineup swaps, uh, where you could kind of take a look and see what guys may be waiting on news later on, and you have more room to adjust if most of the guys you're playing don't start until 8 o'clock anyway. Uh, so there you go. Next game, 8 o'clock game, speaking of which, uh, we have the Indiana Pacers traveling to Minnesota, taking on the Timberwolves. Uh, I think this game is going to be pretty interesting at the end of the day. I think there's going to be some some decent fantasy value to float around in here. Um, there has not been a total yet released, uh, and that's mostly because we're waiting on some injury news. Uh, Demonis Sabonis questionable. Uh, got ruled out um, pretty late last game, so you know he's kind of up in the air on whether or not he's going to play. I'm sorry, the game before prior. Um, news report came out is that he's basically just playing through pain. If he can deal with the pain, he should be able to play. Um, now, with that being said, is he going to want to deal with the pain on every single game and in every single matchup? Probably not. I think they're going to have a couple of matchups and stuff circled on the calendar where they say, hey, take this one off. Um, is this one of those? Uh, it could be. I mean, they're kind of rolling over for teams now, the Timberwolves without Cat. Uh, Wiggins is playing like hot garbage. Um, they got just smoked in the last one. So uh, we'll have to wait and see because obviously that's going to impact this slate drastically. If he's out, you know, we can start taking a look at guys like Miles Turner at 6,500. A little bit more than I like to play. I've probably played him once or twice uh, this entire season. But we've we've seen that upside. He you know, 18 shot attempts when Sabonis was out, 50, 60 K points. And the rebounds have been up for him. We're talking about at least nine rebounds in three out of the past four games. And that's This is a guy that's averaging 6.2 on the season. So, um, you know, he's getting maybe a good groove of things. Maybe Sabonis is being a little bit more timid around the rim because he is dealing with some knee soreness. I'm not too sure. But it's something to monitor. Uh, and then we have to keep an eye on Brogdon and his status as far as minutes. It looks like he's back up to his normal workload. Um, and with that workload, I have no problem paying 6700 6, for him. Came out against Philly. Uh, only shot 5 of 15, so shot 33% from the floor, but still finished with 46.25 DK points. Uh, and it's because it's Brogdon. He can get, get it done in multiple ways, uh, 9 assists, 7 boards. So that's kind of that little bit of a floor that we get to look forward to when we're paying for a guy like that, where even if his shot's not falling, he can still get it done in a few different ways. Only had one steal that game, too. Uh, you know, we could easily see a couple of those games where he has two or three, and then he goes on spurts where he doesn't get another one for two or three games. So uh, I, I, that would probably be my favorite option if I'm looking at anybody over here on Indiana. Uh, if you wanted to take a shot off a guy like Jeremy Lamb, I, I, you know, I'm not going to knock you. I like the price tag, but the minutes, they just don't have me feeling too safe and too comfortable about it where I want to overly invest in him. Uh, Minnesota, um, I, I touched on at the top. We're going to want to see about Carl Anthony Towns. Is he playing? Is he not playing? Um, it seems like he's creeping back and he's edging toward a, a return relatively soon. Uh, but that being said, they're giving us little to no information regarding everything surrounding his knee and everything about that. So uh, we're going to have to monitor that, keep an eye on it. It's obviously going to impact this slate. Do I expect him to play a full workload when he gets back? Absolutely not. So um, I'm not going to touch Towns either way uh, when he comes back the first game or two. It's just going to kind of impact some of these other guys usage-wise on the floor with him. Obviously Wiggins, Napiers, Covington. Um, and clearly dang if if so if towns is out if towns is out i have no problem loading up on dang again 5700 um you know i would feel a little bit more comfortable if sabonis is playing because obviously the more bigs in that indiana front court the more secure we're going to feel about these bigs over here on minnesota because they're going to have to kind of match up to these guys because we haven't seen uh the pacers kind of uh go away from their starting lineup to adapt to another team they make teams adapt to them so I would fully expect Danny to play more than 30 minutes at 5,700. I have no problem 
with that price tag. Um, only other option I'm really probably looking at this side of the ball is if you want to take your, your shots on Jeff Teague. I got absolutely scorched by him in the last game. Played 21 minutes against OKC, but they just got smoked. Uh, and Teague came out there 17.5 DK points. You know, the minutes, it looks like they're getting chopped right between him and Napier right down the middle. I prefer Teague's upside than the 4,600. I think in these kinds of matchups where they're a little bit tighter, they're going to need him a little bit more. Um, I, I, I think he would probably be my secondary option um as opposed to dang but if if we hear if we get the news i'm i'm gonna be all over dang i think that's just a great price i'm not scared off of that miles turner defense necessarily i know he's uh one of the league's best shot blockers but um dang's just been getting it done it's all about the minutes you know that's the one thing you have to worry about he's played 16 19 17 minutes over the past three games and it's just kind of a little bit of a game script they got scorched by houston um getting bullied by Steven Adams down low and, you know, kind of just had a bad game and wasn't getting it done. A little bit of foul trouble here and there too. So um, I, again, proceed with caution, but I'm going to be playing a lot of shares. I'm not going to tell you that much. All right, <clears throat> moving on. Uh, next 8 o'clock game, Toronto Raptors traveling to Oklahoma City to take on the Thunder. Uh, looks like Toronto is going to be coming in here Getting a lot of their guys back, a lot of their bodies back. Saul's expected to play. They now have Siaka back in the lineup. Van Vliet's still out, uh, nursing, I believe it's a hamstring injury. Uh, probably won't be playing for a few more weeks, but, you know, getting back up to speed, getting a lot of their core defense back, and that's the main thing that we used to we need to think about when we have teams traveling and, or facing Toronto is how good that defense has been from all season. Uh, Kyle Lowry, 8,200. You know, a little bit of priced up. It's it's a fair price tag, but like I said, keep in mind a lot of these bodies are coming back. He's going to have maybe not the best matchup going against Chris Paul on paper. Um, I'd have more interest in a guy like Siakam at 7,800. I mean, he just looks great. Uh, in in his first game back, he only played, um, or, I'm sorry, played 30 minutes, but he looked good. He looked solid. He chicken off a little bit of the rust in the shot attempt, 6 to 17, but he was aggressive. He was focused. He looked like he wanted to get to his spots on the floor. He knew where he could get to, and he was having his way getting there, just not knocking down the shots. So um, I'd have no problem going to a guy like him. He'd probably be my primary target. I want to also keep an eye on Norman Powell's minutes. Um, you know, he came back and immediately got thrown right back into that 30 minute roll at 5,800. I think that we can feel pretty comfortable going to him as well. So, uh, you know, maybe not as much meat on the bone at that price tag, uh, but he was he was rolling before getting hurt. I mean, we're talking about a 53, a 37 point game and a few other tight ones in there as well. Um, OKC, not the best matchup, but when you're paying, you know, 50, 5,800 for a pretty high floor guy, you know, he's going to be playing 33 to 35 minutes. Um, and then your same thing with Siakam, 7,800 for a high floor. And we know what his ceiling looks like. It's, if those minutes are back up to where they were earlier in the season, um, he has no problem paying off that $7,800 price tag. Going over to OKC, uh, Shea paid up. Let's talk about him, though. I mean, monster triple-double, 20 rebounds. Um, I can just be transparent on this one. I did not have any Shea on that night. I think I maybe had him in one lineup. Uh, but it's mostly because I had a lot of Paul and I had a lot of Schroeder, so I kind of whiffed on that one, uh, and that's that's the one off the chin. So I'm sure if I did a podcast, Coach would have been all over Shane. I would have told him not to do it, and then I'd be hearing about it, kind of like that JaVale McGee incident. So it's a good thing I wasn't uh, on that one. Uh, but, you know, new card, new slate, new price, everything has to get taken into account. Um, so 7400 it's a little bit more than I want to pay for him in this matchup, I'll probably leave that on the board. Steven Adams with Gasol back, probably not going to pay 6700 for him. And to be honest, I'm probably not going to pay for anybody over here. 
Um, I'd be looking more at like the ancillary bench pieces, like a Dennis Schroeder or something like that, maybe 5,500. Um, unless you wanted to run like a little mini game stack, maybe running like a Siakam Powell and you run a runner back with like an, an Adams Paul or whatever it may be, or Shea if you wanted to play him, that would make a little bit more sense. But I don't think we need to kind of overexpose. Like I said, Toronto's defense is going to be getting back up to speed pretty soon. Um, and, you know, these guys, are all, they're all priced fairly. It's not like we're getting a significant discount on anybody in a great matchup. Uh, and one of the lower game totals at 213.5 right now. So I'm okay with that one. We could pass and uh, keep going. Moving on to the next game. Uh, I believe now we have the, in, I think it's our last 8 o'clock game, Washington traveling to Chicago. Uh, and this is going to be a little bit of a fancy-friendly game. Obviously, anytime we see Washington or Atlanta on the card, uh, you know we're going to, there's going to be some guys we want to target. Bradley Beal back in action now. Played 27 minutes in his first game since returning um, after I think I believe it was like a seven-game absence, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and you know, fairly rusty. Shot 44% from the floor, but it took 25 shot attempts. Uh, immediately got that usage right back. Got right back into the rhythm of things. So. Uh, you know, keep an eye. I don't know if they're going to continue to limit his minutes. That's one fear I have with him going forward. Is that something that approach that they might take uh, for for the rest of the season? So uh, we're going to want to monitor that news. If I see anything, I'll tweet. I'll make sure I tweet something out. Try to get it out there as soon as possible. Uh, but if he's playing without any sort of minutes restriction, I know I don't try to target too many guards going against the Bulls. But that eighty four hundred dollar price tag. Um, if he's going to come back and just still have that kind of usage, I don't mind paying for it. And that's going to directly impact everybody else. Let's be real. Beal was leading the league in usage before, and we saw these guys shot attempts when he wasn't when he was healthy. And you know, I'm just not going to be paying 6,100 for Troy Brown Jr. or 6,600 for McCray with Beal in the lineup. Same thing. Not paying 5,800 dollars for Ish Smith. Thomas Bryant's a guy that I want to monitor and keep an eye on his minutes. Um, and Bertans, I think at 5,500, he's another guy that I think is usable. So uh, really just Beal and Bertans for me. Everybody else, um, I'll leave on the board. Moving over to Chicago. Uh, you know, Chicago, one of the most annoying injury reports on the of the season. It just it feels like every day they're listing six or seven guys as probable. Laurie Marketing being one of those guys, probable. Uh, Tomas Sadoransky is probable. Um, I believe Chandler Hutchinson is playing or probable. Uh, Daniel Gafford, I believe, is probable probable as well so we're just uh, everybody on this injury report you could just pretty much assume is going to play it's just chicago trying to be chicago right now so zach levine 9300 going against washington uh that's a tough that's a tough price to pay i mean zach levine it's a great matchup you can easily go bananas in here um is he gonna have a 40 45 point dk point game i could see that easily uh, I just don't think I want to pay 9300 for him. I think at the end of the day, you can get some other good exposure from other pieces in the same matchup for much cheaper in the lineup, whether you want to go with a market in at $6,400. Um, I probably wouldn't be leaning towards Gafford too much. I just I try not to target Gafford unless they need to go against a big-body center. I was over all over him against Detroit, and uh, the reasoning being Andre Drummond. Um, I don't think that they're going to need him as much. I think it'll be more of like a Thaddeus Young type game, and he'd be the other guy I'm looking at. 5K, I think that's a great price tag. Um, in the matchups that make sense where they where they need to play him a little bit more, he's worth it. Uh, 24 minutes in the last one, 
but if we can get him back up to that like that 26 to 28 minute range, I think you have no problem paying off that 5K price tag. Um, and I think Chris Dunn actually uh, could be a rock solid option too. His minutes right floating right around the 30 points. You're really banking on getting a bunch of steals, but this is going to be a sloppy game, fast paced game, and it might be one of those ones full of turnovers. And they played early in the season. Chris Dunn got about 30 DK points in that in 34 minutes, so we're looking at a little bit more than a 5x kind of return. Um, so that's it's rock solid. That gives us exposure to this game. Shooting guard and point guard eligible on DraftKings. So multiple ways you can kind of use them. And that is all. Moving on. And actually, before we do, just another quick shout-out. Uh, real quick to all the guys over here. Over here at Hoopball. Shout-out to Dan. Shout-out to Brew. Uh, doing amazing things in the back end, on the front end. Both those guys. Two head honchos here. Panda, one of our lead editors absolutely crushing it we're bringing on new bodies left and right uh and when you guys get a second go uh go give a shout out and please follow some of the other hosts that we have here uh you guys probably already know all of them you've been listening faithfully and we do appreciate that so uh if you don't though uh go follow coach at joe sarvati j-o-e-s-a-r-v-a-d-i you can find find miles at miles six five six five that's m-y-l-e-s sixty five sixty five you can find Andrew Hansen at Language Olympic, L-A-N-G-U-A-G-E-O-L-Y-M-P-I-C. And you can find me, Mike Patria at Mike Patria, M-I-K-E-A-P-O-T-R-I-A. And uh, while you're at it, guys, if you're going out of your way and doing that, I'll, I'll just ask one more favor. And it's please go give us a thumbs up and a rating review wherever you're listening to it, whether it's on YouTube, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, iHeartRadio, we're all over the place. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. It kind of keeps us going. It's that motivation that allows us to bring in these sponsors to keep the content free for you guys um, and do this seven days. I mean, at the end of the day, we have a hardworking staff over here, and um, you know, it, it's it's a nice recognition, and it's a good way to give us some constructive criticism as well. Uh, we love the feedback, whether it's positive or it's just a way that we can get better. Um, it's all good for us. So. Please do that. We appreciate it. And, uh, you know, I'll send you a nice, like, uh, imaginary cookie. Um, you know, nice shout-out, whatever it may be. Screenshot it, send it to me. Um, maybe I will build some lineups that night together. We're getting a nice little DM private chat or something. You could jump in the DMs. Uh, we'll, we'll toy around some lineups because we do appreciate it, guys. It means a lot to us. So, moving on, though. We have 9 o'clock game. Charlotte is traveling to Denver, so the Hornets taking on the Nuggets. Uh, and you know, it's going to be a little tough. Anytime we're talking about a team traveling into Denver, we have to kind of think about that altitude, uh, just a little bit, you know, it's, it matters. I think a little bit more with certain players right now, there is no total out for this game. Um, and you know, I think it's, it's, I'm not too sure. Maybe it's on the Jamal injury news. That's probably all that's really affecting it. Cause I'm pretty sure that we already kind of have the news that, uh, Paul Millsap's been rolled out. So, but we'll start with the away team. We'll start with the Hornets. Um, the only person I'm really looking at on this, on this team would probably be like an ancillary piece, maybe a Cody Zeller at 3,900 or beyond about 4,100. Um, uh, but otherwise I don't even think we need to force those. I think we talked about a few other guys that are a little bit cheaper that I feel a little safer. Um, you know, Denver traveling in there, everything else, all the other factors. Uh, it's just not something I want to pick on. I know that their defense is just one of the elite, they're deep. So when their starters come out, they throw it in a guy that's just as good. So I'm not going to be going to really anybody over there on the Charlotte side, Denver side. It's a little bit of a different story. 
Uh, Jokic at 10-1, though. So he's finally back over that 10K price. Uh, we haven't seen him there in quite some time. And he's, you know, he's been worth it. He's been putting up these 50 burgers left and right, a 72.5 game. Oh, I guess Atlanta back on the 6th. So I think this is a high upside game for him. I think there's definitely plenty of room for him to do some good stuff. We're going to get to some other expensive guys in a minute. Uh, but, you know, Charlotte's been absolutely dreadful against opposing bigs. they kind of just been toying around and laying over on them. Uh, but you're going to have to make the decisions because we do have to talk about Lillard. We have to talk about Harden. We've got to talk about Doncic. We've got to talk about LeBron. We've got to talk about Davis. So Jokic kind of lumps himself right in there. And that's kind of part of the reason why you guys kind of heard me down on some of these other guys early on in the slate is because we have so many good games left. To, you know, we have four total games left, including this one. And I just named maybe about four guys that are going to be priced over 10K. So, um, you know, I'm not I'm not going to be going towards Michael Porter Jr. or anything like that after that massive game. Uh, we'd have to see a few different injuries, whether it's, you know, Gary Harris and Jamal Murray. But we've seen Paul Millsap and Will Barton both be out and Michael Porter Jr. barely sniff the court. He's a great point-per-minute guy. If I know he's going out there and playing 26 minutes, I have no problem. Um, you know, if Gary Harris is out, I think that they'll end up going with uh, a little bit of Malik Beasley. Excuse me, uh, getting a little late over here. You know, I get up quite early. Uh, a little bit of Malik Beasley, Jeremy Grant. I think is in play at five K. He's not a huge ceiling guy, maybe more of a cash game play, just because you know you can feel uh, decent about this floor and what you're paying for him. Other than that, um, not a lot to love. So I'll I'll, I'll just keep it moving. Uh, Portland Trailblazers traveling to Houston. So this is uh, it's going to be one of the bigger games. Two thirty six total right now so one of the higher game totals of the night we know that Westbrook sat out uh tuesday night so that he could play this game so he sat out against the grizzlies just so he could be ready to play against portland and i'm um, you know if i'm not mistaken uh pretty sure there's a little bit of a narrative grudge going on between westbrook and lillard uh they kind of get into each other's faces a little bit so it's gonna be a fun game to watch we'll start with portland I'll start at the top, Lillard, 9K. I like him. Um, you know, it's more than I like to pay for him. I like what he's at, 86, 87, 88. But anytime it's like Lillard, he's a beast, man. He, he kind of thrives on these sort of matchups when he knows that somebody's going to be up in his grill, when there's a rivalry or whatever it is. He struggled in the first time these teams faced. He shot 415. It's a good every opportunity for a bounce back. The pace, everything else bodes well for him. Uh, I don't mind paying that, nine, that 9K price tag. Um, you know, I'd probably prefer to pay the nine k for Lillard over like the ten change for a guy like Jokic. Uh, just kind of a point per dollar aspect from where I'm looking at it. Whiteside, eighty two hundred, looks like he's back and healthy after he had an upper respiratory infection. Played twenty four minutes against Charlotte. Um, that was also his first game back. So um, I'm I'm generally not targeting too many centers going against Houston. I know how consistent he's been. I've mentioned that all season long. I'm I'm the Whiteside guy of the show. I think at this point. Uh, but I, I don't think I'm going to end up getting there. Uh, maybe like a one or, one or two lineups if I'm running out 15 to 20. But I just don't think it's necessary. And at that point, if you're playing just a one guy as a one-off randomly, you're probably not building all your lineups all that well anyway. Baysmore, um, not, no, no, I'm not going to do it anymore. I know I've been the Baysmore guy on here as well. But, you know, there's only so much I can stomach. If you want to take the shot at him, he's like one of the guys that he played one out of 20 lineups. Because uh, he's cheap, he'll be low-owned, and we've seen that upside plenty of times. So we don't have to pay for it. You know, like a guy like Whiteside, 8200 I don't want to pay for that. Uh, going over to Houston, though. So now we have decisions being made. Uh, Westbrook expected to play, 9600 Harden, 
both these guys very much in play. Which guy do we want to play? That's the that's the ultimate question. I mean, you know, it's it's always a toss up. I I'm I'm generally leaning Westbrook when I see a, a price significance of more than two K. So you know, we have a difference of about you know eighteen hundred right here. Uh, I'm sorry, actually, I, I, my math. This is this is how late it's getting. I'm sorry, it's about twenty six hundred. So there there's the math. So I have no problem going with Westbrook. I think over Harden, especially knowing that he's gonna be a little fresher. Harden playing. Uh, tonight against Memphis took 37 shot attempts. I uh, only made 13 of them, so kind of a poor game. 41 actual points. It's always because he's getting to the line at least 10 times a game. So <clears throat> I'm I'm bleeding Westbrook. I think when it's all said and done, that's kind of where I'm going to end up falling. Um, and you know when they're both healthy, I'm usually not playing Gordon. I'm not really going to be playing uh, Macklemore. Probably I played him a lot tonight. He was 3,500. A little bit of a price increase to 4K. So I'll take a pass. Um, Tucker, another guy. Uh, you know, if I only I only like to play Tucker if I happen to land on it. Um, you know, we've seen some pretty awful games from him. Uh, twelve and you know twelve and thirteen tonight going against Memphis. So I, I'm not going to end up getting there. I'm not going to knock if you do, just because sometimes he can be super consistent. Sometimes when he's knocking down the corner three ball, uh, he finishes with thirty five. Moving on, ten o'clock games. Uh, before we do, though, just another quick shout-out to our friends over at MyBookie.ag. Uh, please check them out. Try it out. No one said you need to deposit a grand or two grand. You can start small. They'll still match up to 50% of whatever your deposit is if you use the promo code DFS today. Um, and that promo code will uh, allow you a 50% deposit up to 2000 So like I said, you could do small or you can do big. Either way, you're getting free money, so play with it. Enjoy it. Super Bowl is around the corner. We have... The AFC and NFC championships coming up this weekend. So we have a ton of good football on the card. We have some good NBA coming up. All-Star Weekend's coming up. Uh, so many things you can you can play. Uh, and it's there's always soccer going around all over the world. So uh, enjoy, guys. Please check them out. And also, if you're just a big coffee fiend like me, a coffee junkie, won't start my morning with anything less than two cups, uh, go check out my guys over at Hawaiian Islands Corner Coffee. Because I say I know I drink two cups. I drink two cups because it's delicious. I used to drink four cups for the caffeine. So it's it's highly caffeinated. It's absolutely phenomenal. The brews, multiple different types of brew. And it's just fresh. Like you, you pop the bag open and it just, you know, it's not like you go to your grocery store and you just pick up like a, a tub of Folgers. It's, you know, it, it, it tastes like you're, it's your special. It tastes like a boutique style coffee, but it's, it's, absolutely industrial strength um so check them out you will be very happy you can find them on amazon or you can visit their website at hawaiianisles.com Alrighty, two games left we have the dallas mavericks going against the sacramento kings so um you know Doncic playing on the on the second half of the back-to-back he was 12-6 tonight being this Tuesday card, and now he's 12-1 on the Wednesday card. So we're getting a little bit of a price dip. Um, I'm interested in the price dip, uh, especially knowing that, you know, Harden's on this slate, Westbrook's back, so that's going to be something that kind of impacts the ownerships a little bit. We're going to want to know if Chris Stapps is playing. It looks like he's nearing a return. He did not play tonight. They did not rule him out uh, yet for Wednesday's game as of 10:48 um, Eastern time the night before. So 
keep your eye on that. If he's out, Doncic perfectly fine with paying that 12-1. Um, I'll also be looking at a little bit of Hardaway. I always talk about how I like shooting guards going against the Kings. Played 36 minutes against them earlier in the season, dropped 40 DK points. It's no accidents, guys. I was all over Fournier the night last night. And uh, shooting guards just continue to cook the Kings. So keep an eye on that. Um, you know, maybe it's not always necessarily a starter. Uh, sometimes it's the backup, but you'll I I can almost assure you on most slates a shooting guard will cook the Kings. Um, and price dependent, um, I like to, it's one of the first spots I like to look at when I see them on the slate because they usually always go low owned. You know, especially guys like Hardaway and Fournier. Fournier, those guys never draw high ownership. Uh, both those guys have my interest peaked. Uh, probably all I'm really looking at. I'm not going to really go towards a Kleber, or Dorio Finney-Smith. Um, probably prefer Smith over Kleber. $400 discount. And that's it. And I'll slide over to the Kings. Darren Fox has just been straight balling. Uh, 8K, I think, is a fantastic price for him with just the minutes he's been playing, 37, 38, and 36 over the past three games. Uh, and almost near triple doubles over the past two games. Almost 60, D, well, 60 in the last one and 56 DK points the game prior to that. Um, he's just cooking. The shot attempts have been there, 21, 21, and 18. Um, 8K is is a fantastic price for what his usage is. The line, the matchup may not be pristine, um, but I'll pay for that usage all day long, and I have no issues with it. And Belizia, another guy coming off a big game. He's probable, dealt that ankle injury, but didn't look like it at all. Excuse me. Oof. 33 minutes in the last one. Shot 13 of 16, though. So he was lights out from the field, finished with 34 points. 8 for 10 from three-point land. So he only missed two shots, um, or three shots total. Two of them were three-pointers. So I, I wouldn't expect that, of course, that sort of shooting again. Um, I do like the matchup for him. I, I'm not in love with the price tag. So I'll probably, you know, lower my ownership a little bit because of that price tag. Um, and then I just want to keep an eye on Marvin Bagley and his minutes since returning. He played 23 in the last one. With Rashawn Holmes uh, expected to be out for the next few weeks, we ex- you know we expect Bagley's minutes to slowly kind of ramp up to where they need to. If we know he's playing 26 to 28 minutes, I don't mind paying 5700 for him. So let's keep an eye on that restriction and see exactly how it's getting lifted, if it's getting lifted, or what's going on. And then the other guy I want to talk about would be uh, Trevor Ariza. So uh, another one of those value plays who absolutely burned me. Um, when they played the Magic, I had a fair amount of Ariza. I pretty much had either Ariza or Berlitza in every other lineup. One of those guys, I kind of one-off them around uh, Ariza where I needed a little bit more money, obviously. But he just, you know, busted eight, 8.25 DK points in 29 minutes. Shot 1-6 from the field. Uh, just a terrible, terrible performance overall. Low rebounds, only three rebounds, two assists. Um, didn't get it done. But a decent bounce-back spot, 4,200. Um, I don't mind taking a stab at him for some value because, I mean, prior to that bad dud that he put up, uh, he was playing great. You know, he had three straight games with at least 30 DK points, a uh, high side of 36. We have no problem paying 4200 for a guy like that. Um, and that's probably about it. You know, I'm not going to be going towards any of these other, you know, dead mins or anything like that, throwing them a bone here and there for a minute or two just because they feel bad for him about the trade. And maybe they want to showcase him for three and a half minutes. I uh, don't really know the point. Uh, just get the guy out of there. Whatever kind of contract. You have somebody take that contract. Whatever you have to give him for it, so be it. Uh, and we will move on. Final game of the night. The late game hammer. 10.30 Eastern time. Standard time game. We have the Orlando Magic going against uh, the Los Angeles Lakers. No spread for this game quite yet. And uh, rightfully so. 
dealing with plenty of injuries, but we'll start uh, with the Orlando side of the ball. Jonathan Isaacs obviously still out. DJ Augustine is expected to sit, so he's doubtful. He's been uh, getting a little flare-up, I guess, uh, re-aggravated his knee injury. Carter Williams is questionable at the moment. Um, you know, been a toss-up. He said he's nearing a return. He's excited. To, he's getting close to being back. So we'll have to keep an eye on that. That's just going to kind of impact Markel Fultz's minutes uh, slightly. Um, and Aminu's been out for some time. So, uh, you know, Vucevic's been the main guy I've been looking at with all these injuries. A little bit of Fournier and the right matchups. Um, and, you know, Vucevic's been just taking this usage. He looks like the same guy last season, not the timid guy early in the season, playing along two other young guys who can rebound. I mean, uh, at least 20 shots in the past three games. We're talking at least 13 rebounds in three out of the past four games, one with 24 rebounds against Brooklyn. Um, so the upside's there. Do I want to pay 8400 in this matchup, though? It's a different story. I mean, LA's been absolutely amazing at defending opposing bigs. I mean, their defense has been spectacular all around. Uh, Anthony Davis playing would probably have a lot bigger factor on anything for me. Uh, if Anthony Davis sits, I don't mind paying that 8500 because if you're looking to you know run it back, if you're playing a LeBron, if you're paying a Kuzma, whatever it may be. Um, otherwise, uh, the only other guy I'd probably be looking at might be like an, an Evan Fournier for 6K. I'm not going to be targeting Aaron Gordon uh, going against LeBron. Um, you know, LeBron's not necessarily a defensive stopper, uh, but... I just don't want to target him. Going to, he's he's more of an athletic guy around the rim. He's not shooting as many three pointers like he did last season. Uh, I just don't want to you know play a guy like him that challenges at the rim going against Dwight Howard, Javale McGee, and Anthony Davis possibly if he's playing. So for me, it's uh, slim pickings on Vucevic if the news falls right, and then maybe just a share or two of Fournier here and there. Not a ton. Not going overboard. Uh, and I don't think there's really a ton of value that we can really depend on or really get excited about on this kind of slate either. All right. Last game, last team, uh, Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, yeah, so Anthony Davis, big news that we're going to be waiting on right now. Uh, he's missed several games in a row. He's going to be a game-time decision, and, of course, it's the late game. So hopefully we get that news sooner rather than later. Maybe he wakes up and just feels really good, and he's good to go. He feels terrible, and he just says it out and open because we're going to want to know that. I mean, if he sits, no problem looking at LeBron, 10-4. Uh, Kuzma fifty eight hundred. It's a solid. It's a solid play. I mean, uh, not you know Orlando hasn't been a slouch on defense whatsoever. They've been very good defensively. A lot of people kind of hopped on that Kuzma bandwagon, um, you know. But maybe they they hop off a little bit. They look at the box score: twenty six minutes and eighteen points, and they just don't check how uh, Cleveland uh, basically got blown out by almost thirty points. Um, that's how his minutes got limited. So uh, I I think we could look at him. Just be a little tempered with your expectations. Don't 100% lock him or anything like that because this is a tough matchup. And then uh, there's guard roulette. I mean, if you want to take your stabs at Danny Green, Avery Bradley, Catavius Coldwell Pope, one of those three guys seems to have a good game every game. You can just If you can get it right, so be it. I'm, I'm not that good at guessing at this point. So uh, I'm not really going to go with any of those guys. I just don't see it there. And if Davis plays... Uh, I, you know, I would expect them to play close to his full minutes. I don't, you know, at least 28, I would say. I don't think that they would risk him playing if he wasn't ready to play almost complete a uh, full workload. But, uh, I don't think I'm going to end up, I don't think I'm going to end up getting there anyway. Um, it's just going to be a little tough. Uh, I already talked about, you know, wanting to play a little Don Jake. I'm going to be playing some Westbrook. Uh, I wanted to get a little guys like Darren Fox, a couple of those eight, seven K guys. And I really only mentioned probably about a handful, maybe four to five guys under that, like $4,500 price tag. 
that I uh, I really like feel confident in at this moment. You know, we this is the night before, so there's going to be some news that opens up on the slate that we can look forward to. Uh, but as of right now, we're not we're not getting a ton of it. I mean, a lot of these injuries have been ones that we've been seeing for a few weeks now or a few days now, and guys are priced accordingly. So there's not a ton to take advantage of. All right, well that's it. Uh, that's uh, all ten games uh, for the Thursday card. Um, again, thank you guys for joining me and dealing with my solo rambling for uh, about forty minutes or you know whatever it may be. Uh, if you guys could, please, we appreciate the follows. Um, we appreciate all the rates and the reviews and everything that you guys do. The thumbs up, the comments, uh, it all means a lot to us. We we check it every single day, guys. So. Um, we're giddy that every time we just we, we take a step back, we've seen how fast this podcast has grown over just half of an NBA season, uh, it, and that's the crazy part. You know, we do so many shows. We're seven days a week. Uh, we're on this so many times. We're writing articles. We're pumping out so much content and everything that we possibly could that we forget it's only it hasn't even been half an NBA season. So we have a lot to look forward to, and I'm just really happy that you guys are along with us uh, and joining us on the trip. Um, and you know, if, again, if you could, uh, follow us on Twitter at Mike Apatria, uh, M I K E A P O T R I A. You can find coach at Joe Sarvati, J O E S A R V A D I. You can find miles Hartley at miles 6565 M Y L E S six, five, six, five. And you can find Andrew Hansen at language Olympic L A N G U A G E O L. Y-M-P-I-C. Uh, that's the squad. So I believe tomorrow will be uh, the Thursday card. So I'll be on with Andrew. Uh, I mean, back-to-back days, me and Andrew. Uh, I enjoy my talks with Andrew. Uh, you know, me and Coach, we're going to we banter back and forth. So this is, this is my time where I can vent to Andrew a little bit without Coach having any chance or opportunity to defend himself for a few days. So I like to take full advantage of it. But I'm going to let you guys get out of here. Appreciate you guys for listening. Uh, We'll be on, and we will catch you guys tomorrow for that Thursday card. Take care. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.